Six foot, seven foot, eight foot much. It goes again. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was only one. Seven foot, eight foot, what? Six, six foot, seven foot. And then I, then I start. Three. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot much. Six foot, seven foot. Eight foot much. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Highline Nation? Coming at you with another episode. It's going to be episode number 67. Got a good one for you today. Going to be talking about New Hampshire, reviewing that race. Uh, Domination by Martin Truex. Speaking of Martin Truex, uh, going to be speaking on whether or not he will be driving uh, in that 19 car next year. Also going to be talking about the playoff grid. Uh, there was some movement uh, down towards the 15th, 16th, 17th uh, position. We'll talk about that. And we'll also be talking about uh, Scott Shane? Shane. <laughs> Shane Van Gisbergen, uh, the Bergdergen, uh, and Brody Kostecki, uh, the two... Aussie and Kiwi drivers that are um, set to make big splashes here in uh, American NASCAR Racing Motorsports Club racing. (laughs) (laughs) Legacy Motor Club? (laughs) Shit like that? Yeah. Uh, We also got our attaboy from New Hampshire, or you can't do that from New Hampshire, and we got Pinocchio Pocono this week. So, uh, yay. Uh, Hopefully the JGR cars won't uh, put some tape on a car. Hopefully they do. Do the same shit. He's only one that damn raising him, boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he gonna need it. Let's he get does. It. <laughs> this is the heart. Trent Davis. All right, Lambry. We don't need no education. Please refrain. <laughs> you can't do that. Let's fucking go. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot much. Six, six foot, seven foot, eight foot much. Uh-huh. Excuse my charisma. Vodka with a splitzer. Swagger down pat. <laughs> Call my shit in, TJ. Young Money Militia and Martin's the Commission. Y'all allowed to stop wheezy because the F is for finisher. So misunderstood with the world without enigma. Two bitches at the same time. Synchronized swimmers. Got the field twisted because it's Martin on a Monday. <laughs> oh, shit. Never held the lobster, but he bit it like he meant it. Uh, I'm going back in. Denny is the bitch <laughs> and Belle is his sister. Ty is the cousin. Where's the fucking family picture? You know Father Joe, but we all know Mother Nature. But it's all in the family, but I am no relation. Black and white diamond. Fuck segregation. segregation. You are honey nut. What? (laughs) What? You blank. There's a word in there. Are honey nut. Well, I just did to that. I I know. I'm just, I was just saying. Yeah, I didn't even was going to do the fuck black and white diamonds or whatever. Fuck segregation. Yeah, I went. The end part was, uh, it's all in the family, but I am That's no. It's gonna relation. be probably too loud. You hmm. kind of screamed. Was I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, episode sixty-seven here, the high line. Six foot, seven foot. I guess that's where we got the six foot, seven foot, 
67. That's why I let you go twice. I wanted, uh, to, I wanted to do it. Ah. Uh, kind of blanking. I practiced on that for like a day. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about what I could change the lyrics to. Yeah. And all that stuff. Oh, What'd you boy. think about it? <laughs> um, wasn't terrible. Wasn't terrible. My flow was off. Yeah, it was. It was. It would have been easier. To do to do, a, it's hard to do it without a beat. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. If you had the the music, it'd been easier. But yeah. Anyways, um, Riley Embry, Trent Davis, come back at you. Ooh, it's Trent Davis and Riley Embry. Who? I'm first. I'm first. Um. Anyways. All right. Thanks for listening. Yep. That was uh, that's, that's all you get out of me today. <laughs> Riley will be talking for the next hour and a half now. Yeah, I usually do anyway. Uh, that's all. I use all my energy right then and there. Yeah. But uh, coming at you, talking about New Hampshire this week. No. Um, no. Actually, <laughs> they were. <laughs> it was this week. It was. It was Monday. Uh, coming at you on a Wednesday, talking about that Monday race. Monday is for Martin, of course. Mm-hmm. Big surprise there. Should have known that he was going to win the race when I saw the weather in the forecast on Sunday. Um, but uh, what'd you do this weekend? Um, we get into it. Friday was. Um, I didn't really do a whole lot Friday. Woke up, went to the gym, came home. And. Sat around all day. Saturday, did the same thing. Sunday, did the same thing. Lazy piece of shit. Well, I was off all weekend. I was going back to night shift, so I had to get back on that rotation. And then Monday, of course, you came over, watched the race, and then I went to work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I worked on nights all last weekend. Uh, the only good thing about the race getting postponed was I got to, you know, woke up early, didn't get a whole lot of sleep Sunday or mon- early Monday morning because I got off early Monday morning. And only got like three hours of sleep before the race started at noon on Monday. That's the only thing that sucked about it. But, yeah, I worked all weekend and said so woke up and walked, went, through, went to your house, watched the race, and went to work Monday night. And then uh, now I'm on my couple of days off. And last night, me and my me and old T-Dog went to uh, – Went to picking in the park in Spartanburg, seeing uh, Russell Dickerson, and, uh, be, uh, Brian Kelly, not the football coach. About to say, what's up, y'all? Yeah. I'm going to be coaching y'all oh, football I'll team. You, yeah. And uh, some other uh, up-and-coming artists in Spartanburg. So that was pretty fun. Thanks uh, for the invite. You were working. You were only, well, how far? No, it's, Spartanburg's a long time. 30, long, 30 minutes from home. It's an hour from here. That's a long ways, but uh, yeah, I had a good time with there and ate some good barbecue and drank a couple of beers and came back home and sobered up a little bit and then went to the gym last night and about killed myself on leg day. Mm. And uh, did you do Romanian deadlifts? Yes. Yeah. My ass is still sore from <laughs> Sunday. Pause. That might be something else <laughs> <laughs> from Romanian deadlifts, but uh, yeah, those things suck, but I love them. Yeah same time yeah i love my ass hurting yeah yay um so what'd you think about the race on monday it was a race it was it was a fucking race uh yeah it's typical new hampshire you know the past two well not even the past two years i don't do you, you remember last year if it was overcast and stuff i can't remember. i think it was i don't think it was i think it was sunny 
I know in 2021, Eric what, year, won. what year was it? Was it last year or two years ago when Kyle wrecked on like lap two? That was two years ago. That's when Eric, that's the one when Eric it rained. Won. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it they got rain, or shortened at the end. For yeah, that, the 2021 race is pretty damn good. And last year's race wasn't <laughs> terrible. It was better than normal for New Hampshire. And then this year, it kind of, I know you had multiple lanes and it wasn't bad. I mean, it was, it was worse than last year. It was worse than the last couple of years at New Hampshire. Last couple of years at New Hampshire races have actually been pretty damn good. This year, kind of, Took a dip again, and well, I don't I, know if it was from the sunny conditions or not. I think it was because Martin dominated. Yeah, it might it might have been that, but uh, yeah, Martin when he wins, he usually dominates, and you know Sonoma, Dover, here again, um, he usually dominates. If he wins, he's gonna dominate the race. He'll he's not a Kevin Harvick at RCR. He's I don't think he's ever won one of the. I, do you remember Truex ever winning a like race where he just came it. out of yeah. nowhere and winning? Uh, I don't. I'm sure there is probably one or two. I just don't remember it. He usually dominates. Yeah. If he's got the best car, yes, yeah, that's when he wins. So, uh, good job to MTJ. Uh, yeah, just nobody really had anything for him all day. I think. Did he dominate Christ- um, Homestead when he won the championship? No, I'll give you. Yeah, he didn't dominate. I don't think he. He was up up there. Kyle had a better car than him. Actually, he just couldn't pass him at the end. Yeah. But anyways. Uh, I think Christopher Bell is the only one that really had a kind of a chance at him. Him or Blaney. Uh, Blaney had a good car near the end. Then his pit crew and and Blaney kind of messed up there on the last pit stop, which I hated to see. Uh, Larson was fast, but probably not quite as good as as nineteen. Uh, Joey at the end, he he cut he cut into that lead the last couple laps. He he found something on those last couple laps. Just uh, I don't know if Martin was saving his stuff or just trying not to mess up near the last couple laps, but Joey was putting some pressure on him, starting to catch him there the last couple laps. I don't know if Joey had anything for him, but Truck's really in a class of his own all day, and you know, it, was a, it was an average NASCAR race. You know, uh, nothing stupid happened. Uh, no bad, you know, NASCAR officiating or messed up the lineup when or anything like that. So, overall, just a, another NASCAR race in the summer. You know, the the dull, the, the dog months of summer, whatever you call it, the dog days of summer. And the NASCAR Cup Series when you got all these kind of mediocre tracks and mediocre races. So, you know, it uh, just glad, I'm glad there's only one New Hampshire race uh, and a, one Pocono race this, this weekend. Glad they changed that because there used to be two of both. Yeah, you go to like you go to New Hampshire, then Pocono, then you go to like Richmond or some shit. Not Richmond, it'd be like Michigan. Michigan. And then you go back to Pocono. Yeah, like six weeks. And later. then you go to Michigan. <laughs> and then you go to New Hampshire and start the playoffs. Yeah. It it's like three tracks. Watkins Glen was in there. Uh Chicago used to be in there for a little bit, which is a pretty damn good track. But yeah, it's I'm glad they glad that's one that's a one a couple good things that uh, that's one of the things that NASCAR's done good with the schedule the past couple of years is get rid of two Pocono dates, two New Hampshire dates, because you know well, when I, you have just one, you have a whole, you have a pretty damn good crowd for both for both events yeah. and tracks because there's only one chance you can see them all year. So, but overall, I thought it was a, a six out of ten. Uh, I think I like above I, average, yeah. but uh, not not much not not much more than above average. I think I liked it a little more than you. Um, granted, my guy was up there all day top 10 your guy was not so that could be why i enjoyed the race a little more I mean, but blaney came yeah blaney i was thinking of the nine not blaney but um yeah chase so yeah i uh i enjoyed the race 
for what it was. Um, now it was kind of frustrating to see, you know, Brad who had a stronger car than a bunch of those guys in the lower half of the top 10 that he just couldn't get by him because it was impossible to pass. And, um, that's New Hampshire. Um, it's always been that way. It's difficult to get the run, um, through the center of the corner on the bottom. Uh, you damn near have to slide job them, um, to, to get that pass made unless you're just way better than the guy. So it's kind of frustrating to see that, that, um, you couldn't pass, but like I said, that's that's just New Hampshire. It's always been that way. Um, but like you said, uh, multiple lanes of racing. Uh, guys were using a lineup at the top that I haven't ever seen a cup cup car run there. Um, I know it's fast um, in iRacing. I ran a race there uh, before, and I ran that, you know, very, very... Uh, I ran the high line. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I'm, only, yeah. I'm the only one drinking as well. Yeah, um, but... Uh, I know it was quick up there in iRacing, but I guess they found it uh, this weekend. So I think they were running like five lanes at one point uh, from the apron all the way up to that, you know, second lane off the wall. So um, that was cool to see. I thought you were about to say it again. Um, uh, Brad had a good day, uh, helped him out in the points. Chris was never really competitive, but uh, still had a 15th place finish. So That's where he ran all day. Yeah, and he ran he, he ran 15th to 20th all day, uh, got inside the top 15 for a couple times, but didn't really um, do anything with that. And, um, this is one of Chris's worst tracks uh, as far as his average finish goes. So 15th place finish. I can't be, be mad at that. Uh, still sleeper. I ran 25th or two years ago. Yeah. So, um, seeing him, you know, I think he's still 98 points to the good. He's all but locked in as long as people don't start winning. I think he's like a hundred. I Brad's a hundred and something. Yeah, and I think Chris is 98 to the cutoff line. I could be wrong on that, but we'll talk about that later on in the uh, the playoff segment. Um, so I, I would say about 7.5 um, out of 10. Damn. Um, I liked the race a lot, um, especially thinking back um, after the race. You know, during the race, it was kind of like, ah, I kind of want something to happen, but um, there was comers and goers, and um, there was strategy that, you know, some guys played the Eric Almarola thing, and um, I, I liked the race. So, um, one race there a year is fine. I wish they could pass and uh, a little bit better, um, but uh, I, I had no issue with that race. So, I think think seven point five is a good number. I mean, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not too far off, but you know, I I, I go back. I say this a lot, like. You know, if Toyota wins, and I'm not going to pro- – well, although I said Kansas was the best race earlier in the year, earlier in the year and, and Denny won, but that was a hell of a race. But, yeah, congratulations to Rex, man. He uh, he put a butt whooping on the field. Uh, and nobody could really touch him, and that old man done found something. Uh, all, the lo- all the bad luck that they had last year, couldn't win a race, missed the playoffs. Um, they done – they done, they done found all that bad luck and turned it into good luck this year because uh, it seems like everything's working right for the 19. They're fast every week. Uh, I think he's definitely a, a championship four contender, championship contender very, very easily. Um, and the way Toyota's been on a – they've just been on an uphill climb as far as speed goes. I think they've over – I think they have uh, passed Chevrolet in speed consistently every week. Uh, Chevy had it earlier on in the year. Toyota was a little bit behind them. But now I think Toyotas are consistently. There's more Toyotas up 
leading laps and contending for the wins now the past month and a half, two months, than Chevy's are. Um, I know Wayne Byron is uh, pretty much quick every week. He was bad this week. Um, Kyle Larson's usually pretty damn quick, but he hasn't been leading a whole lot of laps here lately. And Ross Chastain, he was bad this week too. So um, Chevy, Chevy's Chevy needs to catch up a little bit Toyota if they want to uh, want to keep up with Toyota and Ford's. I think Ford was better than better than Chevy this weekend. Three so. of the top five. Yeah. So I think uh, what Toyota or Ford? Ford. Ford. So yeah, Toyota's uh, the clear. Legano, Harvick, and uh, Brad. Brad. Yeah, uh, Toyota's clearly the best manufacturer right now, and so Chevy needs needs to do a little bit of more homework. Uh, Hendrick, Trackhouse, even RCR. I mean. Uh, Kyle Busch, he hasn't really done a whole lot. I mean, he finished last on on Monday, so he had everything but the women's room this weekend. Yeah, so he had a bad weekend. So uh, Chevy, Chevy got some work to do, and Toyota is uh, putting their clamps on this summer stretch so far. And we'll see if Toyota or see if Chevy or Ford can catch them. Yeah. We'll give you the rundown. Um, of course, Martin Truex one, Joey Logano second, uh, Kyle Larson third. Uh, then you got Harvick and Keselowski were your top five. Uh, Tyler Reddick, Denny Hamlin, Bubba Wallace, Austin Dillon, and Chase Briscoe are your top 10. Eric Jones with a good finish in 11th. Chase Elliott, Michael McDowell, Alex Bowman, and Chris Buescher are your top 15. Daniel Suarez, Justin Haley, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., A.J. Allmendinger, Harrison Burton, top 20. Todd Gillen, Ryan Blaney, Ross Chastain, Willie B., Austin Sendrick are your 20, top 25. Tyler Dillon, Tyler Gibbs, Ryan Priest, Chris Bell, Ryan Newman, Blowjob McLeod, Noah Gragson, Corey LaJoy, Eric Amarola, Cole Custer, and Kyle fucking Bush. That sucks about, uh, I mean, I'm not an Eric fan, but. Is anybody? He, he had a, that's very true. <laughs> um, Eric Amarola, man, he his crew fucked him over. He had a top five car easily. He run a second, and uh, I think at uh, when Truex won stage one or two. And he was hanging in there with him. He was the only car that was within two seconds of Truex earlier on in the race. So, you know, I think that was Eric's best chance to win um, and make the playoffs. I don't think Eric's going to win at Daytona. That's the only other racetrack I can see him winning unless it's fuel mileage somewhere, some crazy rain or pit strategy or somewhere else. Um, Yeah, it'd be a tough pill to swallow walking into SHR and that 10 team this week for Eric Amarola knowing that his crew – Fucked him over. A very good race car. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's... um, Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking through paint schemes that are going to be running next week. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, Eric, um, that was his chance other than Daytona. Um, So, he had a chance to win the race, and that right rear tire changer... um, He'd be getting fired in that Thunder 2004. He's, yeah, he's kicking himself right now. Uh, that's for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, shit happens. I don't think they've had too many issues on pit road this year, so it's unfortunate that um, the one time you need them to be good, uh, they make a mistake. Um, but we see this, you know, almost almost every week. It's not, it's not every week anymore, but um, for some reason, it's just more difficult to get these tires on and, and keep them on than it used to be. So, um, you would expect a two-tire stop. You wouldn't have that issue because you have less of an opportunity. You only got two tires, so less of an opportunity to make a mistake, and uh, you don't really have to go as fast. So you would think that they would would get it right. 
Um, and even Eric on the radio said, "Do we did we get the tires on?" And Drew goes, "Yeah, yeah, we got them." Yeah, old, turn one, old Blick and <laughs> Stiffy. Start. Old Blick and Stiffy lied to my boy, but yeah, uh, that's a um, tough pill to swallow. Yeah, it was unfortunate for him. Uh, another guy that was quick was Christopher Bell. Um, got into a wreck, wrecked, <laughs> his, yeah, wrecked himself. Um, he sucks because he got a. He's going to win the championship though. Did, did he have a penalty or? His, he his crew, stop or something. Got his, his crew fucked him there. over a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. First stop of the day was slow. Second stop of the day was low. Last stop of the was day low. was low. Slow. <laughs> um, and then he uh, he spun himself out trying to make his way back up to the field and ended up finishing uh, like 29th. Um, so. Um, so one with with Ryan Priest. Yep. Yep. Finished 28th, I think. Yep. Um, one spot above him. Uh, who else? There was somebody else up there. We already talked about Blaney. Uh, Kyle Bush, wrecking, hitting yeah. everything but the front stretch. Yeah. Um, I think he even hit that too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was a it was a decent race. Like I said, don't want to see that every week, but it's it's a good change of pace. You know, you need some races like that so you can enjoy the Atlantas and Daytonas and um, the short tracks and stuff. Because too much of a good thing's too much of a good thing. So. Uh, you need races like this on the schedule. Yeah. And Truex takes over the regular season points lead because Byron had a very bad day. So, you know, we have a segment about that later on, right? Yeah. No. Okay. I'm segueing to it. Well, we got to talk about Martin, whether or not he. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm segueing to the Martin thing. What? 17 points. <laughs> He got, I think he's 17 points above Byron. How many? 17. That's a good number. In the regular season uh, championship. So, um, with that being said, you know, Truex, he's, he's had a great year. But, you know, with last year, he thought about retiring and changed his mind and had a bad year. A lot of people considered, you know, but just because him not knowing if he was going to retire or not kind of made that team and Truex not be as sharp. And that's why they think kind of he missed the playoffs, didn't do, didn't win a race, all that stuff. This year, he's done way better, won three races. Like I said, he's leading to regular season points. And people were still asking him about the retirement question. And he's still not sure. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Like, you've never, you never really see this out of I a guy at the top of his game question. But he's a point leader for God's sakes, and he's questioning if he really wants to come back next year. Um, it's very, it's very interesting. I've never seen a case like this. You know, Martin just said he's bad at making big, big decisions, so he's, uh, he's still not sure. He's thought about buying a boat, well, going out and fishing. You say all year. Yeah, you you say that you can't think of one um, that was like very good in their last season. Um, Jeff, right? Yeah, but he announced he was going to retire at the beginning of the year. Okay. But, yeah, so he knew. Um, Tony announced it. Mark, Mark Martin was a guy. Mark Martin retired every other year. Well, yeah, but then he came back and ran that five car and should have won the championship in, what, 2009? Um, and he didn't know if he was going to run the full season in 2010, which I don't think he did. He did. Which year was it that he split that ride? He never split the five car. Ever. Casey took it over in 12. But so Martin he, he ran, ran 9, 10, and 11? Yeah. He ran three years at Hendrick? Yeah. Hmm. Um, 
He was only good in 2009. Yeah. Um, 2010, he was terrible. 2011 was bad. And then he retired, right? Yeah. Um, Well, no. no, He drove the 55 55 car. Um, But... um, My elbow. Yeah. Um, I don't care that you broke your elbow. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, so Mark is one that that comes to mind with the kind of retirement issues. Uh, Rusty Wallace, um, when he retired, what, 2005? I'm pretty sure he announced it though, didn't he? Yeah, he but might he didn't not want have, to. Yeah, but he didn't want to. Um, but I'm saying all these guys were not leading the points. I don't that's think that's final year. Um, like if you're in points lead, if you're winning races, leading the points, you'd be like, hell no, why would I stop? He's like, oh, I might, I might. And that's not. why I think he's already made the decision. If I think, he's saying that he probably is. Yeah, I think he's going to retire. Um, and and his interview where he gave the. I don't know if I want to come back. I don't know if I want to do this anymore. While you're leading the points and you don't know, you should probably leave. Um, and But that's impressive. It is. It's, you know that's in the back of his mind. Well, every week. Every yeah. day. Well, if you already know. And he's still winning races. If you already know you're not going to do it anymore, you don't have to worry about it. It's true. And you can just go out there and race. Um, it's, yeah. not, it's not an issue anymore. But from what he says, he don't know. I, I just don't think he's annou- he's going to announce it yet. Um, I think he knows. Uh, I think Eric knows. I think he knows. Eric, Eric. I think they're both done. Um, but, yeah. you know, as, as far as Martin goes in that interview, when he said, you know, I, like I said, I don't know if I'm coming back, that, that tips me off that I think he is. Uh, he also said that, um, oh, what was it that he said that, I had it while you were talking, and then I forgot what I was going to say. He said something Happens there. Happens a lot. Yeah. That, uh, he said words. Yeah, he did. He that, mentioned things. That, that relates to this conversation. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think he's I think he's done. Does he win the championship? No. Does he make the championship four at this moment? I think he's I the think favorite, he- yeah. But I just um, – and, and if he makes the championship four, of course he's got a shot. I mean, this is probably the closest track to – Phoenix is New Hampshire, so he could definitely go out there and win that race. It's just yeah. The only the here's the only thing I'd say about that. Everybody comparing New Hampshire and Phoenix like they're very close together. Yes, they are. But if you look back the past couple of years, who won New Hampshire and who won the championship? It's almost never the same person. So you know, you go last year, Christopher Bell won at New Hampshire. Yes, he made the championship four, but he was not good. He was not that good at Phoenix last year. Joe Logano was clearly the cream of the crop there 2021 uh who won at new eric hampshire Amarillo. eric Amarillo won at new hampshire he didn't win no championship and he wasn't even close to phoenix 2020 i think brad won it um he brad made the championship four and he had a pretty damn good car but chase Elliott won the championship well that's because they let chase Elliott. oh my god brad brad should have won that ganja brad should have won that championship baloney homie was that his last win Fuck off. Would you fuck <laughs> not, off? Not Chase. Oh. Brad. At Penske? Oh, period. He ain't won at RFK yet. <laughs> no. It's not his last win. He won at Talladega in 21. Spring race. Remember when uh, oh, who the f- uh, Matt DiBenedetto gave away the inside line to yeah, Brad? Yeah, 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 yeah. Brad won in that money line car? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, but yeah, so you, you look at New Hampshire. Yes, I know it's kind of similar track to Phoenix, but it's um, it's not it, it's not a guarantee that 
you're going to win the championship if you win at Phoenix or win it. Uh, well, it is a guarantee if you win it, if you win at Phoenix. Not, not if you're not championship four, but we keep on saying this every year about uh, Phoenix. You got to win. You know, this year is going to be the year. Uh, the champion don't win the race. It always comes to it. I, I swear the the other thirty two teams just, just don't try. Just don't. They just like all right, let these four have it. You know, and whatever. So, but anyways, uh, yeah, I think Truex is going to retire. Just if you're this good and you're doing this well, and you still don't know if you want to come back for next year. I know he's. You know, you never want to say something too early and then change your mind about it. So you're kind of leaving the door open for both possibilities. If you want to do come back. You can, or if you want to retire, you can just go ahead and jump into retirement. But this back and forth, uh, I know it's getting on Joe Gibbs' nerves, um, you know, but they're winning races and he's making Joe some money and making Joe look good. So Joe's going to do everything he can to keep Truex in that 19 car. But um, if, if you're doing this good, I just don't see, I don't see him, I don't see why he wouldn't just say, oh, hell yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm coming back. The hell yeah, this team's on fire right now. I'm running great. Best I've ever felt in my whole career, you know. I mean, even though he don't, you know, he's he's looking like it. Looks like a 25 year old out there. So uh, whooping a whole bu- a whole bunch of uh, guys in their primes' asses right now. So yeah, I think Truex is doing. Um, unless something changes and he goes on and wins like four more races, and I don't know how you can stop. Uh, if you win like if he wins like seven eight races, how do you stop? Carl Edwards. He didn't win seven or eight races. I'm just saying that he was. Oh, I don't know. Won the championship and then retired. Yeah, but that retirement blindsided <laughs> everybody. Um, thanks, Joey Logano. Um, thanks, NASCAR. <laughs> anyways, now I think Truex is done, and uh, I've never been a Truex fan. You know, I liked him when he was not winning races <laughs> at uh, at DEI and or was it or uh, uh, yeah DEI and um. Michael Walter Bracing, you know, he was running good, just never could really win a whole lot. And then he went to Furniture Row and, you know, won a race in the Chevy and before they switched to Toyota in 16. And then when he switched to Toyota, he got a big old head on him and started running the front every week. And then he started whining if he didn't win. And that's what kind of turned me off of True Race. It's kind of like uh, Matt Crafton. Matt Crafton used to be one of my favorite truck series drivers. And then he started winning championships and winning races and he turned into a little fucking brat. So that's what one does to, to, to some people. I still like, you know, I don't, I don't have anything against Truex, but he drives a Toyota and I, you know, you know how I feel about Toyota. So if he retires, you know, it's going to, it's going to hate to see him go, especially that we're losing Harvick and we're probably losing Almirola. Um, Kyle Busch is the only one left now out of this, out of that crop, out of that crop that, you know, we grew up watching. It's really just Kyle Busch left uh, unless I'm forgetting somebody. Uh, Newman every now and again. Well, yeah, but he's done race full JJ Yaley. That's true. That top. <laughs> again, yeah. they, they should have put him. They could have kept him in that car. He would have got a top fifteen. Yeah. Instead of Newman, but now it, it, if if Truex does retire, um, you know, I, I really don't wish him to do well, but I hope he does halfway decent because you know he's he's uh, he's been very a very good ambassador to the sport. You know, he's one of the guys that don't say a whole lot. Um, unless he's upset and he just does go about his business, wins races and competes for championships other than last year. So we'll just see how it goes. But yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think you're right. I agree with you. I think he's, he's done. Yes, sir. Playoff. Playoffs. 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 We can't even win a game and you're talking about playoffs. Practice. 
talking about? We we ain't talking about a game. We ain't talking about a game. We talking about practice. Well, the play, which one? You talk about practice? Let's talk about in practice speeds on Saturday. Oh yeah, <laughs> Michael McDowell, top of the leaderboard. Uh, that's not a joke. Uh, he was the fastest car in practice on Saturday. But, he had that um, high line. He did. Um, but yeah, we got the playoffs. Six races are away. Um, right now, um, it's Martin Truex leads Byron by 17 for the uh, points lead. Told you. Um, 15 points, uh, 15 playoff points to the winner of the regular season championship. So those two are really the only ones that are going to be able to win it unless Christopher Bell or Denny Hamlin or Kyle Busch just start winning fucking races after races. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't see that happening. Which isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to come down to Truex and Byron. And I trust um, Truex more. And I trust Truex more as well, even though Byron has got four wins. So um, if it wasn't for his penalty, Byron would be... Oh, yeah, he'd be 40... Yeah, he'd be like 40 points ahead. So. Yeah. Uh, but uh, third, fourth, fifth, uh, I already said, Bell, Hamlin, Bush, Ross Chastain, Ryan Blaney, Kyle Larson, Harvick, and Joey Logano are your top 10. Um, then you got Brad K, Chris Busher, 11th and 12th. What about Ricky? Well, these are just the points, oh, not oh. by wins. Uh, then you got, well, I guess I probably should do the playoff standings, not the point standings. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it's actually, as far as playoff standings go, uh, Truex, Byron, Kyle Busch, uh, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, Ross Chastain, Christopher Bell, Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, Reddick, then Ricky. Those are your winners. Uh, then you got Harvick, Keselowski, Busher. They're uh, locked, 137 for Harvick um, above the line, 108 for Brad above the line, and 97 for Busher okay. above the line. Yeah, and then and I'm, 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 I mean, I know it's not official, but I was wrong about Brad. You know, he's had a couple of very solid weeks. Um, after they really struggled there for a month, so I'll, I'll give, I'll give Brad that sixteen credit. A I thought, sixth and a fifth. I'll, I'll give him credit. I thought, uh, I thought they stumbled throughout this summer the way they were looking, but they clearly haven't. They found some a little bit more speed, a little bit more to win some races, but he's gonna make a playoffs. Uh, he should have won Atlanta, that. but um, the the interesting topic comes down to fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth. Really, um, you could throw AJ in there in eighteenth, but I think he's gonna. I think he's probably going to have to win. Um, he's 20 points out in 18th. Uh, but 17th is Daniel Suarez, one point behind Michael McDowell, who's uh, 16th on the cut line. Uh, and then you had Bubba, who's got one more point than Michael McDowell. So um, they're all right there with any three points of each other, um, 15th, 16th, and 17th. Um, and on speed, I think Bubba's probably the best car. Um, it's close between him and Suarez. Suarez got some. He has. He was fast this weekend. Just yeah, but they mistakes. just they make mistakes and they're inconsistent. Mm-hmm. He's not really competitive for wins. Bubba can compete for wins. Um, as far as that car goes, I think. Yeah. I think if Daniel Suarez was in Bubba's car, I think the twenty three would run run better. Um, can more consistent. Um, maybe not as fast, but more consistent. But anyways, um, I think Michael McDowell is the one that you got to be worried about just because he's going to be down on speed to those other two guys. 
uh, consistently. Uh, yeah, but he's got some tracks that he's really road courses. Yeah, he's got some super road courses speedway. coming up. And, and Bubba half of the half of the last six are right up his wheelhouse. Yeah, but he's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna be good at Pocono, and I think he's gonna struggle at Michigan. And then what's the other race other than the road courses and um, Richmond? Yep. So Fords were fast there last year. Is it Richmond this weekend or next weekend? Poconos this weekend. I mean, that's so it's next weekend. We've no, no, no. Yes. No. Yes. Anyways. Yes, it is. No, it, next weekend's Richmond. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's it go it goes Pocono, Richmond, Michigan. Indy Road Course, the Glen, Watkins Glen, Daytona. Maybe. I could be wrong, uh, but I might have Indy Road Course in Michigan flipped. Uh, flipped. Yeah, but um, I, I think Michael McDowell is going to be down on speed at at least three of those tracks. He's down on talent. Too. Um, I think he's more talented, <laughs> but than both of those guys, he's just he's in a Ford, which they've been the third manufacturer. Hey, Phoenix qualifying. What happened then? A couple years ago. I don't know. Daniel whooped his ass. Not really. Um, Kept his helmet on, pussy. Um, they're friends, but um, yeah, I think I think it's gonna be Bubba and Daniel. Um, if I had to guess, and but that's it. If Michael doesn't go out and finish fifth at Watkins Glen and fifth at the Indy Road Course and fifth at Daytona, which is totally possible, um, Bubba's gonna struggle at the road courses. He always does. He's not good at road courses. Daniel Suarez can easily. Go out there and run fifth at the two road courses as well. Uh, Bubba's very good at Daytona. He should be fast at Michigan. He should be fast at Richmond. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I, I think it's, like I said, I think it's going to come down to Daniel Suarez. I think Daniel's odd man out here. You think so? I, I, I just don't trust him. If, if the team can be consistent, I think he should beat Michael. Um, but you never know. I don't uh, see. They ain't done that all year. That's true. But I, uh, I don't see why something nothing would change now. Um, as far as the rest of the AJ, guys, he's got a he, oh how many points is he back? 30? 20. 20. He's got a chance because we got two road courses in Super Speedway. Yeah. So he he's gonna have to run top five and get a whole but lot of stage points in he, both those he races. He needs to top, finish top fifteen, top twenty at Pocono and Michigan if he wants to point his way in. He, I don't expect him to be fast at either of those tracks, but he can't finish twenty fifth because Daniel and Bubba will be fast on those th- tracks. This might seem kind of crazy. I think Michigan is the best place for Daniel Suarez to win at the last couple of weeks. Well, I think it's going to be one of the road courses, but um, he was fast at Michigan last year. Both the track house guys were yeah, really fast. Yeah, track house cars hadn't been that fast, though, uh, consistently. Well, uh, Ross has. Not consistently. I mean, he was bad this week. Um, behind AJ, like I said, Ty Gibbs, he's, he's got, 41 he, points out. He's going to have to win. He had a bad day. Well, I told you, I told you a rookie. I just don't trust. I, I don't trust yeah. him. He had a bad day at New Hampshire yeah, when all the Toyotas pretty much had very fast. Well, he cars. was running and top he was, 15 and put himself in the fence. Yeah. I mean, he had a bad qualifying effort, made a mistake in qualifying, started at the back, got close to the front. I think they had a pit road problem or something. And then they just kept having to come back through the field and then, uh, you know, in those last couple of restarts, he was in the hornet's nest and mm-hmm. got bit by the damn bee. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see Ty pointing his way in. Alex Bowman, forty-two points out he behind ain't pointing him. Pointing his way in either. Justin Haley, forty-six behind him. Nope. Austin Cendrick, fifty-one points behind him. Nope. Uh, Chase Elliott, sixty points behind him. Yeah, he ain't pointing his way in. <laughs> nope. 
Uh, it seems like I said that a couple weeks ago. Um, Corey LaJoy, uh, Todd Gillen, Ryan Priest, Eric Amarola. Oh, they all got Jones, yeah, they're all Austin wins. Dillon, uh, Chase Briscoe, 31st in points. I I understand he had a like a 100-point penalty. Well, if he, t- he put 100 points to what he's at, where he's at, where would he be? Uh, right behind Chase. So 24th. Yeah. Um, but So he'd be like 70 points out or something. Uh, 83. 83. Um, Austin Dillon, he could win Daytona. Eric Jones could win Daytona. Eric Amarola could win Daytona. Todd Gillen win Daytona. Corey LeJoy could win Daytona. Chase Elliott could win Daytona. He could win either of the road courses. He could courses. win, well, not everywhere, but. He could win Michigan if they bring a car for him, but. Um, and he could win Pocono. He won it last year. So, uh, But most of those guys are going to need, all those guys are going to need a win. I think AJ needs a win. I think he's just too far back to yeah for points wise based on how he's ran this I, year. I, no, I, I know. Well, well I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I picked picked AJ to make the playoffs this good. year, and he still got a shot. He's 20 points out. I'm he, surprised he's as close as he is. Yeah. Well, he just like you say, he doesn't wreck a whole lot. Like he finished 16th all the time yep. this year. Let's see. You know, he has a good top five, top ten run every now and then. He meant he. he that's what I was about to say. AJ minimizes mistakes. Um, he runs where his car pretty much gives it or gives him. And I think AJ can point his way in, especially with those three guys. Like, I, yes, I trust Michael McDowell the most out of the drivers, but I don't trust his equipment. And then the other two, I don't trust the 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 drivers. I trust the equipment. So it's it's this playoff bubble is way more exciting than the past couple of years. I think you know last year you had Blaney and. Truex, when they were both top five in points, which is cool, but it's just between two guys. This year, it's four guys. Um, if you if you throw AJ into that mix, and you got Chase Elliott, big name Hendrick guy, and then Alex Bowman, another Hendrick guy. Both cars can go out and win any week. You know, Bowman won Pocono in 2021. Granted, Kyle should cut that tire going into three, or else Bowman wouldn't have won this one won at Pocono two years ago, but. I mean, Bowman, he, he, he has winning speed and winning equipment. It's just according if those two guys can put it together. So, I think Chase, will, like I said, Chase is not going to point his way in now. I, I thought there was a chance, but these past couple weeks he has ran 25th. He did not run 25th. He did yesterday no, or he, Monday. No, he didn't. He ran like 18th all day. Anyways, um, which is still not good. But I, I I said that. I said Chase is going to have to run top 10, and he didn't. I don't think he was in top 10 other than when they took two tires earlier on the race, and he fell back to back to where he used to be, where everybody else stayed around 10th to 12th. So, yeah, Chase ain't got no shot now. I mean, he, he's lost like four points each week now. I know he came back and finished 12th, but it doesn't do no good because he lost points in the process. So they need to just put all their money and all their chips into winning a race. And I think I think they will. I think this week starts it. You know, uh, six races ago they got they got to turn on the heat and they got to turn it on. Uh, Chase can't be making any more mistakes. Pit crew can't make no more mistakes. Alan Gusson cannot make a bad pit crew decision or pit strategy, or whatever. They're gonna have to win a race. You know, if it's whether it's winning the race, taking a gamble on winning the race, or finishing twenty fifth, you got to take that risk because um, you're not gonna point your way in. So, I still think they'll win a race. I still I still think Watkins Glen is the best chance for Chase to win a race. Indy Road Course, maybe he was fast there last year, and um, but I, I think it'll have to be on a on a on one of those two road courses, 
And if he don't win one of them two, I don't think he makes the playoffs. Because I don't think he wins at Daytona. I don't think he wins at Michigan. I don't think he wins at Pocono this week. He can run top five, top ten, which would be good. He has a chance win, to win this week, but I don't see it happening. And then Richmond has never been as good, never been a good track for him. So, yeah, it's uh, it's since times here at the Chase Elliott camp. And hopefully Chase and that crew feels well. Feels, he does. feels the pressure and, um, you know, Got to step it up. Got to get better in qualifying. Got to get up in the top five, make it the final round. You're getting bad qualifying. Effort. Chase has not ran good in qualifying all year, and that's put him behind the eight ball start the race. You have got to start qualifying better. That's on Chase. Yeah. So well, um, he'll he, run. He'll finish. He'll be, he'll be top five, top ten in practice, and then he'll qualify 17th, 18th. You know, that's got to do better, man. Got to do better. Yeah, well. I don't really mind. He doesn't deserve to make the playoffs anyway, even if he wins a race. Uh, him or Bowman, uh, neither of them do. Uh, one of them probably will win a race, though. So, um, it he's what it is on that front. But um, I, I'm saying it now. I think it's uh, I think it's between Michael McDowell and 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 Daniel Suarez on who gets in uh, that 16th spot. So you have no faith in Bubba. Well, he's 15th. Oh, that's right. So you, so. so you don't have anybody winning. I mean, ow, fuck. (laughs) Um, uh, Yes. What did you hit your your ankle? Yeah. On um, my computer? Yeah, on the chair. Oh. Uh, But it's hard to say because none of those guys below really, really below Brad. Uh, Chris hasn't really shown winning speed anywhere other than the road courses. Yeah, but he don't have to win. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But none of those guys below Brad from like 14th back have shown any winning speed this year. Any, Bubba. Really, any, uh, he's not really led laps. I mean, he was fast at Kansas, but not as fast as the rest of the Toyotas. None of those guys down through there have really like led laps this year. Um, Bowman, no. Early in the year, Bowman. Maybe a couple of races. Before his his back. um, But he's not fast enough to win. Um, Chase really hasn't been fast enough to win at any tracks this year. No. Um, Not since he came back. McDowell really hadn't been fast enough other than on the road courses to win. Uh, AJ hasn't been fast enough on the road courses to win, much less on the ovals. Coda was probably his best shot. So yeah, far so I, he, it's just, it's definitely, late. it's definitely possible that we get a winner. It's just, why would I think that those guys are going to win if they haven't shown, they haven't shown the ability to do so this year? I'll give you that. Brad, I think, has got a better chance to win most of the, those races than, than Bubba. Um, just because Bubba hadn't shown the, the efficiency to, to run up front consistently. And Brad has. Well, what, what's the old saying? You run up front, you'll win up front. I don't think that's the same. <laughs> it sounded good. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is like you got to be up. You got to be up front to win races. Yeah, you got you be up there consistently. If you're not up front, you don't worry about winning races. You got to get you got to get up to the yeah. front first. Yeah, and that's not. You can't get to first without passing fifth. Well, you can if you start first, but um, I said, or second, <laughs> or third, or fourth, um, or even fifth. You don't have to pass fifth. Would you, if you stop dissecting fifth. my quotes, okay? Uh, but um, yeah, I'm I just, get quotes for the merch in a couple months. Uh, <laughs> if you're not first, you're last. Well, we can't uh, use that one. That's trademark. If you're not last, you're first. Yeah. 
No. Or if we 39th? 30, 35th. 35th. There's only 36 yeah, cars. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Daytona 500 has 40. Well, what's next? Them foreigners. Huh? Them foreigners. SVG, Scott Van Gitzbergen. Is it Shane? Uh, did I say Scott? Yeah, did. You motherfucker. I said Scott because you said Scott earlier. Well, not on the recording, but before we started. I think it was on the recording. I don't think it was. No, it, it was. was on the outtakes, maybe. No, it was on the intro. Oh. Either way, Shane Van Gitzbergen, your Chicago Street Course winner. The rumors are starting to heat up about him leaving the V8 Supercar Series in Australia to uh, come over to the Cup Series full-time next year. And also, we got Brody... Oh, boy. Um, Kostecki. Kostecki. Uh, they announced earlier in the week about him uh, making his NASCAR debut at the Indy Road Course for RCR in a 33 car in a couple weeks. I think sweet, too. That's a very good-looking car. Having all that said, what do you think about all this V8 supercar drivers kind of making a, a splash in the NASCAR? Do you think Shane gets a ride? And do you think Brody does well at the Indy Road Course? I think Brody will do fine. I think he'll run top 10. I don't think he's going to go out there and win. Um, number one, he's not quite at the caliber uh, Van Gisbergen is, just looking at his uh, stats. He's a little younger, doesn't have quite the experience that uh, SVG has. And it's also not a new track for the, the Cup guys. So they have experience in this car, at this track, and they have experience at this track prior to this car. Uh, so he won't have quite the advantage that... Uh, that SVG had. And he also is not going to be in quite the equipment that SVG was in. I think Trackhouse, uh, that third car is probably a little bit better than RCR's second and third car. Um, maybe the eight is comparable to Trackhouse's cars, but um, I don't think the three or the, the 33 are going to be that good. So um, I think he runs top 10. Uh, I think he, you know, does okay for himself, but I don't, I don't think he's going to go out there and dominate the race. Um, for, for those reasons. Um, as far as SVG getting a car next year, uh, there's definitely a possibility that he can. Um, is it a competitive car? I don't know. I think if I'm Spire, fucking put him in the 77. Um, why not? Does he accept that though? No, but if, if I'm Spire, I give him a call. Uh, if, if Eric retires, I think, uh, that's the strongest one. I think that's, that's a possibility to get in that car. Uh, I think, really, other than that, I mean, you don't you don't know you don't know if fucking BJ McLeod's going to run if anymore. You don't Truex, know if, if Truex retires. Yeah, I, I don't think Joe Gibbs. I think he goes calls John Hunter up. Um, I don't think he would go Probably. out of out of his uh, his lineup there to to pull people. Uh, but Rick Ware Racing, um, maybe if they want to actually start putting full time drivers in cars. Um, that could be a possibility. Uh, if, if Rick Ware, well, they did have Cody Ware run full time, but, um, <laughs> if, if Rick Ware put him in that car, there's a possibility a Rick Ware car makes the playoffs because he could go out there and win a race on a road course. And there's seven of them. Those cars are good enough to win on road courses. Um, especially when ran top 15, yeah. At Chicago before he got spun yeah, out. So he was running third when he got. No, he he qualified third. He who 
Jensen Button. Um, oh, he didn't? That was SVG that qualified third. I thought he qualified second. No. They both qualified top five. I know for a fact they did. Okay. Um, but uh, he fell back to like seventh, I think. But yeah. But yeah, I think those cars are good enough. So that's an opportunity for him if, if Rick Ware wants to stay in the sport and, you know, actually put full time drivers in the car. Um, other than that, I don't fucking all those back marker teams, I would be giving them a call. Uh, BJ McLeod, uh, Spire. Um, why not? Especially if he's not going to be super expensive. Um, and maybe he brings some Red Bull sponsorship or um, something like that. Then why not? This is probably, well, okay. So I'll get to the, the Brody thing. Um, yeah, the Indy Road course, we've only raced it a few years. This will be the th- third year. I think we started in 2021 with the road course. So it's not like our guys are super comfortable with this track, but it's a track that these cup guys have been at before. So I don't think Brody will win the race, but top five, I definitely think is possible. I mean, Tyler Reddick won this race and dominated this race last year in that eight car. So, and same equipment, pretty much that third car RCR probably will not have quite as the you know equipment like the eight and the three but it'll be pretty damn close so and he's gonna be better uh road course racer he's a better road course racer than a lot of these guys so i think top five is definitely a possibility but for him to win the race i just don't quite see it happening uh svg we talked about this when when he won chicago this is a perfect storm you know these guys never been on a street course never anything like this before and you know svg has done this for years and he was in a pretty damn good car, too. And, you know, things fell his way at the end. And he did a great job. Uh, Brody thing's a little different. He's not quite as good as, a, he, like you said, he's younger. He ain't got as quite. How many wins does Brody have? Do you, you uh, look at the stats? A couple? Pull it up. I think he's got a couple. Okay. So he's not he's not the driver as far as the V8 supercar level as SVG. So, But I think top five is definitely a possibility. Um, we'll see how Kyle Busch will run in that race. And we can kind of compare him to Kyle because I don't think I'll steal him. He's... he's Austin's not a good road course racer, so um, can't really look at Austin. But he'll he'll run pretty good. Uh, craziness! If we get a couple of late race cautions, and he probably won't finish good, he'll probably get taken advantage of, beaten up, kind of like uh, Jensen Button did at Coda earlier on in the year. So, but he's got a chance to run top five, and if crazy shit happens at the end, he could possibly sneak in there. And he's got two. That's it. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. He still can run top five though, top ten, because these cars are so similar to the V8 supercars now with the with the next gen car. So he can run good. I don't think he'll win, but uh, he'll do pretty damn well because this RCR dominated this dominated that race last year. As far as SVG goes, going coming in the Cup next Cup Series next year. Yeah, I've heard the rumors about the ten car and the seventy seven, and you know maybe Rick Ware maybe sells a charter to to Spire, get a third car going or something like that or sell it to a track house for their third charter. But I'm kind of looking at, this kind of sounds crazy. I'm looking at track house. I'm looking at 99 car. Suarez has only got one win. Ross Chastain has got, granted he's only got three, but he's been in track house racing for a year less than Daniel. Made the championship four. Already won a race this year. Ran top five, top ten more consistently than Daniel has. 
Daniel's on the edge of the playoffs. Let's say Daniel misses the playoffs this year. That'd be two out of three years that 99 cars miss the playoffs. Does the track house has been innovative? Do they pull the trigger and take Daniel out that car? No. You don't think so? No. And the reason it's why... A, it's an interesting thought. Though. I would think... I would agree. They probably should, but they're not gonna. And it, it, he brings too much sponsorship. He's got Coke. He's got um, all of his, his sponsors. He's brings the Hispanic element with Pitbull. So... Um, I just don't see. I know Ty Norris. He's a very good, is a competition director, yeah. whatever VP. He's been known to throw it all out there and cheat. Um, that too. <laughs> hashtag MWR. But uh, you are mentioned. Um, but um, <laughs> thanks, Brett. Yeah. The. Uh, I think that would be good for them. Um, I think they would get a better race car driver. Um, all the it, road courses. I don't think about the ovals. Yeah. That's a problem. SVG on the ovals is a problem. We have, to see. Oval we have to see. I think he would struggle immensely. I think they need to put him in one. I think he needs to, they need to run him at like fucking Homestead in that 91 car. That's yeah. what I would do. See how he does. Just see how he does. Why what if not? he runs top 10? Then you fire Daniel Suarez. <laughs> and then it becomes really interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't see it happening. That's the issue with hiring somebody like him. He's got like zero oval experience. It's like Marcus Ambrose. Yeah, and Marcus learned. He wasn't great, but mm-hmm. he learned. Uh, he, he had a ran, couple polls at Michigan. Yeah, he was... Ran top five at some ovals at Rich, uh, Richmond, I think. Yeah, and he, he wasn't a, in a good car, good. so... Yeah, RPM was not good. Yeah, so... Um, I, I think I think it's an interesting argument. I just don't see it happening based on sponsorship and, and the relationship that Daniel and Trackhouse have. If it's not... If it's not, if they don't do that, which I... That, that's a long shot. I'm just saying that... Daniel doesn't make the playoffs while Roscoe's out, is winning races consistent, not consistently, but running top five, top ten consistently while the 99 car runs top five, top ten, but never finishes there from mistakes by driver and crew. You know, you never know. You never know. Crazier things have happened in the sport, but the, the more likely outcome is Stuart Haas racing that 10 car. Um, I think that the uh, SVG's got a very strong shot at getting that 10 car if Eric Armorola retires. Just because Stuart Haas needs a guy, and he needs Stuart Haas right now. Just needs some wins is really what they need right now. They just need some some race wins. You know, this year they ain't got none. They really haven't come close to winning a race this year, other than Harvick at Phoenix. And I mean, yeah, the, they were fast at Martinsville, but then you know they fell apart. And Briscoe and Harvick were pretty fast there, but they never really had a shot to win. So Stuart Haas racing is the one that I'm looking at, and you know if. I'm looking at if they don't put, if Eric retires, who else are they going to put in that 10 car? You know, we saw that they would sell their charter, but that's a four car team. I don't think they're going to sell their charter. Yeah. Too big of a team. So what do they do? Where would they go if they don't hire somebody like SVG? Michael McDowell. Will SVG get that 34 car? Zane Smith. What about 38? Todd Gillen. Would they kick Todd Gillen out? For SVG, probably not. I don't think so. Todd's ran pretty damn well this year. Yeah. For 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 what that car's given him. But I think it, I think Michael McDowell is the What if Roush gets that ninety seven back? <laughs> what if Sir Haas sells Michael McDowell their charter to Roush? Uh, I'd put Michael McDowell in it. Michael McDowell's old though. So it's is old. Brad. 
Yeah, but he's an owner. He's going to retire in about three years anyway. That's what I'm saying. You put Michael McDowell in that car. Then he's going to put the six in a couple of years. Haley Deegan? Hell yeah. <laughs> Me. <laughs> you. I get out Detective there. Detective Hunt? <laughs> Who are you? Who? Me? You? Me? Who are you? Do you know that the words that are coming out of my mouth? Nobody uh, the words coming out of your mouth, man. Eh? Um, but yeah, I think uh, that would never happen. Um, Probably not. I think Roush will stay a two-car team for the majority of the future. I think when Brad gets out of the driver's seat, they'll try to get a third charter. That's the problem is there's not enough charters. Um, and the charter system might not if live too much longer. I think, I think NASCAR needs to let, let the fields go back to 43 cars. And if NASCAR, they need to... Start in parks, go or go home. Or they need to bring... You the, got a race car? Bring it. They Well... If they're going to do the charter system, we well, can still do that. Too. There needs to be f- 38, 38 to 40 charters. And that because there are people that want charters, they just can't get them. Dale Earnhardt uh, wants a charter. He's dead. Uh, junior. There you go. Uh, wants a charter. Um, I'm sure, uh, I think Trackhouse wants another one, probably. Uh, I know that 2311 wants to go to four to, uh, or three cars eventually. Um, there are guys out there that I'm would. I'm sure Roush has that. I'm sure they would. If, if, if there was one out there that yeah. made sense financially, I'm sure they would buy another one. Um, but NASCAR, Bring Kurt Busch back, put him in 97. The way that NASCAR runs the charter system right now is just, it's not feasible for, because um, there's only 36 of them. So. Uh, that 37th car, it's not, it doesn't make financial sense to bring that third car yeah. without a charter because you don't, unless you win the race, you don't make no money mm-hmm. um, because they don't get paid the same. So, yeah, if you don't have a charter, it's like, I think you lose money. Yeah, pretty much. If you don't uh, have a charter from the. But uh, unless you win the race, pretty much. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I think, I think if I had to say yes or no, will SVG race in the Cup Series next year? I'd probably say no. For full time, yeah, it just sounds like it, it's middle of the year, and usually, usually those rumors start near the beginning of the year, early spring, late spring, early summer. I mean, we're already in July, and now SVG's like, yeah, and yeah, I'll come and race cup. That's interesting to me, and it's, and this V eight supercar team's like, yeah, yeah, sure, if he wants to, we're not going to stop him. The problem is, this is kind of too late, I think. I think it's just, I think it's a team would have to take a huge chance without seeing him race an oval. Yeah. Um, that I just don't see, I don't see a big team taking a chance on that. I think he, you need more than, I know he won his only start, but I think you, these teams would like a little bit more eyeballs to see him race on an oval. Yeah. Cause he's never raced on an oval before. So that, like you said, it's a big risk, especially if you do it to a two, three-year contract and he runs fucking 30th on the ovals. And he'll compete for wins in the road courses, but if he don't win the damn road courses, he's fucking well, Ty Dillon on, a rope, well, on an oval. Well, I about to say, if you put him in the 77, it's an upgrade because Ty Dillon runs 30th on the road courses too. So That's true. Um, yeah, I, if if he gets in a car like that that already runs at the back, sure. But I, I just don't see him getting. I don't think I don't think he accepts that. Like I think he wants to be at a that's what I'm saying halfway decent team. Yeah, sure. Um, but you know, if for whatever reason Rick Ware says, "Hey, I'll pay you a couple mil to come drive this car," and 
more than he's making in Australia. And than- Rick Ware has been faster this year than ever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they've shown, I mean, JJ Ailey's got what, two top tens this year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, new, well, I mean, new Newman ran done. 30th. Woohoo! What's about what is Roush days at Phoenix? I, that better than Roush days at Phoenix. That was the slowest car on the track. <laughs> that was funny. No, it wasn't. Yeah, to me, it was. Um, but uh, yeah, hit the button. Attaboy. Attaboy. That is the boy. Who is the boy? You having a boy? That's the baby. You having a baby? No. Mm. Thank God. You have another girl? Nope. Y'all done making kids? Hopefully. <laughs> we can practice all we want, though. Um, <laughs> had a boy. Yeah, had a boy. Who who it be this week? Who be the had a boy? No. All right. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> no. I'm going first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my had a boy. Ooh. Voice crack. That boy from um, New Hampshire is going to go to <gasps> Brad Keselowski. Huh? Ran top five. Didn't have a top five car. He top ten car. Uh, but he he never made a mistake all day. He was fast. Not and pit crew never made a mistake. Uh. You know, usually you've seen we've seen Brad earlier in the year when he had top five, top ten cars at Phoenix, Las Vegas. They'd finish fucking twentieth. Now a lot of that was bad pit strategy by Matt McCall. But you know, it's that's on the driver too. Brad not getting back up there, you know, all this stuff. Um Brad, he finished top five when a car that probably was probably like eighth all day. And that's something we haven't seen from from Brad this year. Not a lot. You know, when, when he has a good car, he'll finish around that area or maybe even worse but this time he kind of outran where he kind of was running all day never made a mistake on pit road nothing like that uh, matt mccall didn't screw the strategy up actually made a good pit strategy uh near the end of the race taking four tires on that last pit stop which uh at the end of the run end of the race allowed him to get some more positions as they been able to hang on to that top five when he didn't have a top five car really all day so very good job out of boy to matt mccall uh, Matt, uh, Brad Keselowski and even Brian Keselowski, his his brother, calling uh, spotting for him. Brad had a different uh, person in his ear this week spotting. I know that's kind of, I know that mess with with the mind mentally, just because you're you're used to a, a certain guy, you know, calling calling the calling the races for you, calling you, you know, clear inside outside. You know, I know it was his brother. You know, they're close. You know, it's his brother, so they're close. But still, a different guy in your ear could kind of mess with you mentally and maybe. You miss your marks a few more times because you're not used to used to the voice in your here because you're so used to TJ Majors. But so, good job to Brad and that whole six team getting a top five. Um, they're gonna make the playoffs even if they don't win a race. I think they'll point the way in easily now. So, and a sixth and a fifth, uh, very solid for for Brad and that six team. Hell yeah, boy! I agree. Um, I'm sure you do. But uh, he was on my list. It's actually who I was gonna give it to. Uh, but. Um, the other guy on my list is Eric Jones. Um, ran 11th, which, you know, isn't world beating or anything, but for that team, the way they've ran this year, uh, you take an 11th. Um, they have not been good anywhere at any time. 
Uh, they've made mistakes. They've been slow. They've wrecked. They were fast a couple weeks ago somewhere. I can't remember. Other than that, yeah. Um, they, they've wrecked. Hell, they wrecked. Nashville. They were fast. They wrecked Monday. Um, yeah. He spun out in the middle of the race and came back and finished 11th. So um, probably not going to mean a whole lot in the, the grand scheme of things. He's still going to finish 105th in points. Um, he going to win two races, boy. But uh, <laughs> um, it. When when you're in, so we moved Arlington up before the playoffs. <laughs> when um, when you're kind of just fighting, scratching, and clawing, um, breaking news: breaking news. <laughs> Shane Van Gisbergen to pilot the '91 car at the Indy Road Course. He gonna win the race? No, he won't. No, nah, um, <laughs> he'll finish like fifth. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that's where we said fucking Brody would finish. Well, he's gonna finish sixth now. Um, but uh, anyways, back to my uh, attaboy. Um, yeah, I mean Eric Jones. When when you're running thirtieth every week or twenty fifth every week, and uh, you can find a way to knock out a top fifteen finish, um, you know, kind of get things back on track. It's it's never a bad thing. So. Um, I like Eric Jones. Sucks that he's going to be driving a Toyota next year, uh, but uh, it's good to see that he, uh, you know, they're they're starting to, to turn that thing. Hopefully, uh, for his sake, back in the right direction. So, attaboy, Eric Jones. That's why I like doing the shows later in the week. Wish we could do them like every Tuesday or Wednesday. Get breaking news. Anyways, hit that button. <laughs> segment of You Can't Do That. You can't do that. Who can't do that this week? Ty Dillon, Cody Ware, Daniel Suarez, Carson Josevar, Denny Hamlin, Noah Gregson, Jesse Uji, Trent Davis. You can't do that. You can't do that. I don't know what you're doing. Is that a song? I'm yeah. guessing it is. It's my new song. I just made it. Da, da, da. What's it called? Da, 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 it's da, called da. Uh, Suck My Sloppy Top. <laughs> Your what? Yes. Your sloppy top? So you can't do that. You. Me. Mm-hmm. Who is you? Um, This weekend, my You Can't Do That is going to go to the... Pilot of the number 20 car in the Xfinity series. Uh, granted, he won the race, uh, but he also wrecked half the field with some bullshit that he was doing on the restart. So that was not his fault. It was 100% his fault. And the reason it is is because he's a little bitch. And um, I mean, I he's, don't really like he's him, always been a little ah. bitch. Um, and uh, he's being a little bitch on Saturday. Remember, I did a TikTok or I, a YouTube video or a TikTok or something. It might, it, but earlier in the year, and I said, Does it, is it me or does it sound like. Tyler Nemechek always sounds like he's crying yes. when he's talking. Yes. And then some people got mad at me for it. Yeah. Well, he does. He sounds like he's crying. He sounds like he's crying. Uh, Fuck you. Um, but comment section. Uh, yeah. So I, I will admit that it's not 100% his fault. That's what you just said. Uh, but it was 100% his fault. Um, he, uh, the restart zone, granted, 
is the restart zone. The type of floor. Uh, floor. Um, but when when you're in the restart zone, you can't play games with the the field because it stacks people up. It's it's. I think they should you do know, it. Six car was lagging back. He was, and I thought about I thought about giving it to him for that uh, too. But that's not. It didn't call that doesn't cause collisions. Yeah. Doesn't cause people to tear up race cars. People like Parker Kligerman that are fighting for a playoff spot. Uh, people like um, one of those restarts. Jo- Josh Williams got caught up in one of the restarts. That was at the end. Yeah, but it was still because of some bullshit that was going on at the front of the field. Um, I think I could give that a boy to him. I forgot that he ran top. He 10 was running top ten until he got in that race. I slept through the whole race but, pretty um, much. But he, uh, it, it's. I, I think NASCAR needs to get rid of the restart rules. I don't think there should be a restart zone. I don't think there should be anything. The flagman, the flagman drops a flag, and you go. I don't know why you're shaking. As head. soon as that pace car gets off pit, gets on the pit road, they fucking go. No, that's how I think they. They go. need to drop the flag when the flagman the, dro- drop it on the track. When, when the when the flagman starts flailing the green flag, that's when everybody on the field can go at any time. Doesn't matter where you're at, as long as the second place car is not past the leader before the man drops the flag. If he drops the flag and the guy in second is better uh, reaction time, sucks on the leader. Should have been paying attention. So that would negate these games that people play. And I, I will steal something from Brett Griffin here. Um, this whole rant's about from Brett Griffin, really. But uh, they also need to get rid of the you can't pass before the start finish line thing. Because that's a lot of the reason why these wrecks happen is because you can't get out of line. You get penalized, you get out of line. So you just stand on it and drive through the guy in front of you. And if they check up, you run into the back of them. The guy behind you can't uh, check up, so he runs into the back of you. And the guy way back there that's lagging back on the restart trying to get a jump can't stop in time, so he plows into the back of that guy, which causes the wreck. Um, now, if there's 15 cars in the field, wouldn't be an issue because you'd have enough. I about threw up right there. I don't know why. Uh, but <laughs> um, if there's 15 cars in the field, you wouldn't have this issue. But when you have 35 cars, you know, bumper to bumper, and you have a guy, you know, leading the race with the fastest car by far, playing games, stacking the field up, it's bullshit. Um, There's no reason for it to happen. NASCAR puts these guys in these situations to where they think they have to play games. If they would just change the rule to the flagman starts the race, when you see the flag, you go. And if you go before the flagman, you get penalized. No question. If you lag back, you get penalized. Get rid of the fucking uh, can't pass with... uh, before the start finish line rule because they don't enforce it correctly anyway. Uh, you think back to Phoenix last year, they had fucking guys in turn one or turn three below the yellow line before the restart. So um, it's just, it's stupid to see cars tore up because, you know, the leaders playing stupid games at the front of the field. And if, if NASCAR would change the rules, you wouldn't see it happen. The only, the only caveat, I, like that, I, well, the only caveat I think why they don't do shit like that is because one, when the pace car is coming down pit road, a lot of these tracks don't have a pit wall. So if you have a restart where you can just go wherever the fuck you want, you might have multiple car wrecks while the pace car is driving down pit road like at uh, Charlotte. They don't have a pit wall, you know, leading to pit road. So you fucking cars start crashing, sliding through the infield. They fucking hit the pace car. 
And then you got a whole fucking, what the fuck? Why are we doing this? We need to tighten up the restarts and shit like that. So safety is probably a, a reason why they don't do that. But you could fix that by putting pit walls at every track and then you're fine. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, I can't argue with you. Um, I don't think it was really though John Hunter's fault. I think it was just NASCAR put, like you said, NASCAR puts these teams in a box. And if you're the leader, you can decide when to fucking go. You ain't got to, as long as you go within that, within that line of that pop box, you're good. And then if you don't go in that box, the flagman call, the flagman will start it. And he went before that box went out before he was clear, uh, clear of that box. So, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I think it's a lot of guys just trying to get runs and some guys timed it right. Some guys timed it wrong. And that's that sometimes restarts, you know, shit happens. You know, that's the, that's the product double file restarts. You want to go back to single file restarts? Is that what you want to do? Yes. I don't think I want that. <laughs> I don't want that. I like, I like double file restarts. No. Why? It's not NASCAR. I can't hear you. It's not NASCAR. What's NASCAR? Uh, the National Association of Stock Car Auto Racing. What was it? Was it on DVC a couple weeks ago when Brett Griffin got mad of people calling? Uh, yes. Uh, Are they calling the car uh, a NASCAR? Yeah. Yeah. I've I've hated I, that. My I life. agree. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It's a NASCAR. No, the fuck it isn't. It's a NASCAR stock car. It's a stock car. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, my you can't do that for New Hampshire. We talked about it briefly briefly earlier on in the show um eric armrolls pit crew and scott he was on the list too scott uh blickens scott blickens durfer scripper scripper his name scott scott blicken is it no what's his name drew 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 peacock drew peacock <laughs> drew peacock you can't do that no what was the uh what was the name you gave on that uh on what game were you playing at Hugh janus no Mike Oxlong. Mike Oxlong. Mike, yes. Mike Oxlong. Oxlong Racing Team. That's something nobody's ever said to me. Mike Oxlong. <laughs> wait, uh, whoa, wait a minute. That doesn't sound Mike Oxlong. Anyways. There, somebody said it to you. Mm, congratulations. Yes. It was a lie. Um, Why are your hands so clammy? I don't know. Are they clammy? Is that Coke? Think you're doing drugs. Hashtag, Anyways. hashtag Joe Biden. <laughs> anyway, you can't do that. Eric Drew Blickenstern. Scott Drickin <laughs> Scott Van Pelt. Scott, yeah. ESPN, you can't do that. No, um, Drew Blickenzerfer and that whole pit crew for the 10 team. Uh, Eric had a good run going, man. He was running hello. He was running very good. Second place. Uh had made a good call on pit road, I think, taking two tires, getting track position, getting out in the lead. Um, but the pit crew just didn't execute. And uh, when Eric is not that great of a race car driver, no offense, he's just not. He never has been. Uh, when he has a car like that and he's at a track that he's very good at, like New Hampshire, you can't make mistakes. And uh, the crew fucked him over. When the turn well on the restart, damn tire wasn't on there tight. Goes in there and wrecks and uh, costs himself his best chance at winning and making the playoffs and probably his final year in the cup series. So uh, it sucks, man. You know, I, I don't mind Eric Amarola. I always thought he's never been a great race car driver, even a good race car driver. Really? I mean, he's had a couple good moments, but he's Ricky Craven. Yeah. He's won what two races this whole career. Daytona one, of them, and one of them was Range Horton to Daytona. Daytona and 
Talladega. And then New Hampshire. Oh, that's right. So he's three. Sorry, three. Which, you know, there's three more than I have. You know, give me an opportunity not to inquire. And you'd finish 50th. <laughs> <laughs> How is that possible? You can't even make a lap in that car in iRacing, much less in a real car. Right now, my steering wheel's on the fucking floor. I That's why I said it. you can't make a lap in iRacing. Fuck off. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, it sucks for Eric, man. He had a good run going, and uh, I'll give him credit credit for that. And uh, But his pit crew just, just fucked up. Can't do it. You just can't do it. Got to make sure that damn lug's tight. So it, ain't like you got, it ain't like we got six lug nuts anymore on these wheels. It's just one. And it seems like one is more difficult than six back in the day. So we need to look into that on the off season. But I mean, it's not going to change. But, you know, because we, we, it's not happened as much this year as it did last year with the tires getting loose and, you know, shit like that. But it's still happening more than I think it ever happened really in a – Two year stretch in uh in the old six lug uh, combination. So, um, anyways, Eric Amarola's pit crew and Drew Bookensdorfer for lying to your driver, not being man enough to be like, yeah, we didn't get it tight on pit road. You I think he thought he got it tight. Oh uh, yeah, it worked out when he, he went into one. Him. Well, they said that you know it was it was tight based on how they had the wheel on. They just didn't get the wheel on right. So when they got on the track, the wheel moved, which created the space in the lug nut, which is why it came off. But, uh, well, you know tires move when you actually start going, yeah. turning. Yeah, but that's yeah, what okay, I'm saying. When, when the load got in the tire, it shifted the tire further. It the, the, I don't think it was seated on the pins that hold the tire. So when it moved, it got tight. So it squeezed up against the pins. So it got tight. It didn't line up. With it, the pins. But the pins weren't lined up. So when it moved from here, they got on the track and it moved. The wheel moved, you know, maybe an inch further onto the rim, which left an inch of gap between the lug and the tire. Now you got a loose wheel. So um, I think it was tight. It just wasn't on right. And then it worked its way loose as, as he you know, put load in the tire, but, um, I, you, I agree. Being your tire change, you got one It job. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter why it was loose or yeah. why it came off, but it did. So mm-hmm. they fucked up and you can't do that. So. You can't, you can't do it. Especially when you got a chance to win a race, when you never have a chance to win races. So, uh, you can't make a mistake in the most important, uh, you know, race of the year. Like it's different when he was running fucking 23rd at Nashville last month. Yeah. You're running fucking second and then you take a strategy and get the lead. But a track you're very good at, you, uh, your driver's very good at, you can't do it. Yep. You can't do it! <sighs> well, we got Panacano this weekend. Do we? We do. It's going to suck. Not a big fan of this track. Pinocchio. Uh, I think they need to run this track at night. They need to run it backwards. I think they need to put the uh, 550 horse back in these cars running. Oh, God, no. I think they need to put about That's one of the worst races I've ever seen. Yeah, it was real bad. They need to put a thousand horse, just like Every race, put a thousand horses on the field on the track. Yeah, let the let the drivers race the horses. There you go. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't. New and better not race that race. <laughs> break that fucking horse's back. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm not expecting a, a great race this weekend. Pocono's never. I I can't think of a great Pocono race. Bobby Bonnie and Dale Junior. Two thousand one. Oh yeah, I remember that one. I was there. Um, <laughs> Were you? That's no. impressive. Um, but 
maybe what ninety eight. Let me tell you something. When uh, when two thousand seven, Jeremy Mayfield wrecked. Uh, he didn't wreck him. He just moved him out. Dale, Dale Senior out yeah. the way. That was that a good 98? race. I don't know. I don't remember. It was a good finish. I was there. You were half a year old. A year and a half. Year and a half. Sorry. Born in ninety seven. I wouldn't even eat. No, it's probably a year. I don't know. It's according to what if it was the first Pocono race or the second Pocono race. Anyways, two thousand seven. Jeff Gordon, For, yeah, is that when he blew to right front and fucking backed it in the fence and about died? That was 2006, you fuckhead. Uh, he Jimmy won did it in, in the rain. He won in the rain in 2007. It was a great race. <laughs> uh, 2011, dominated the first race at Pocono. Who, who won the second race. race? Jeff Gordon did. I'm just getting bracket Roscoe. Didn't Greg Biffle win that race? 11? Is it 12? That was 10. 10. Jeff Gordon should have won that race in 2010, too. Why I like Pocono when Jeff Gordon race because uh, Jeff Gordon was very good at Pocono. One of his best tracks, ironically. It was a weird track for Jeff Gordon to be good at. But anyways, um, then he won in 12 when oh, <laughs> all the top four went up because the rain was coming. That's when that fan died that day. When Matt, Greg, Jimmy, and Brad yes. all went to turn one <laughs> up in the wall and Jeff just went right the outside. And then the rain came and I'd so you're saying, I creamed he, my pants. So you're saying they ran the high line? <laughs> Not on purpose, <laughs> but yes. But they did. Um, but yeah, it's Pocono this weekend. It, so. It's Pocono. Yes, it's um, no turn four. So if drivers turn into four, they're gonna gonna hit pit. They're gonna hit the pit road wall like Casey Kane did that one time. Yeah. Um, but no, nah, it it like it's Pocono. It's uh, right, uh, not great. It was an okay race here last year. Denny winning unofficially, and then Chase winning three hours later. Uh, yeah, the Denny and Ross thing kind of come to a blow right there when Denny kind of ran him up the track. That's where they'll, what the fuck does Kyle Petty have to do with this? Is what this <laughs> what came from. What do you think? Did he get him? <laughs> Did he get him? Yeah. Well, Kyle Petty said, what the fuck what does Kyle, Kyle Petty got to do with this? <laughs> so uh, a lot of shit happened from this race last year. I don't think a whole lot's going to happen in this race this year. Unless we get a whole, I mean, Pocono, over the years, has had some fuel strategy races. With stages nowadays, it's really hard to have a fuel mileage race. And it's weird because back in the day, I used to hate fuel mileage races for most of the time because I don't think Jeff ever, ever will fucking want a uh, fuel mileage race. Because he sucked. Oh, yeah. Because he was running so fast up at the front, he, he ran his gas out. Anyways, um, fuck, fuck Paul Menard, 2011 day, uh, Brickyard 400, you fucking bitch. Uh, I was about to say the Indy 500, but yeah. That- yeah, Indy, yeah, wow. <laughs> um. But no, with stages now, it's kind of hard to get a, a fuel mileage race. And Pocono was famous for that. So that that takes the track down a little bit. But last year's race wasn't bad. Um, you know, Ross was fast. Denny was fast. Kyle was fast. Chase was fast. Harvick was fast. Um, I think we have kind of the same guys up there at the front. Uh, Toyota's right now has got a stranglehold in the series right now. So I think Toyota's will be the manufacturer to beat. Chevy's will be a little bit behind them. Uh, Ford's, I could see maybe Logano be fast. Maybe Blaney, but Blaney's got his first win. No, Blaney's got his first Chris win. Busher got his first win here too. And thanks, Fog. <laughs> um, so I think then, and then maybe Carvick because he finished. He was running top five here last year before the Ross and Denny incident where he got he got involved in that wreck. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, hopefully, we can get maybe a full mileage race. But what I was saying was, back in the day, I hated fuel mileage races, but now we don't get them anymore, and I kind of wish we have a few more of them per year. So, 
maybe that can lend itself. We get a caution right between the fuel window and some guys pit, some guys stay out and come down to fuel miles. You can save the fuel the best and get something that we haven't seen in a while. But it won't be a great race, but uh, it hopefully it'll be better than the 550 package uh, here at Pocono. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think Toyota's going to be the ones to beat. Um, hopefully uh, Chris doesn't wreck again. Hopefully Brad brings a better car than he did last year, so my guys will uh, be competitive. Does Bubba's brakes run out? Hopefully. Um, going into turn two. Uh, but uh, God, well, no turn. I'd rather run out of brakes going into two than I would one. One, you're going fucking fast. No, turn two is the one where they always ship it through the grass and back it into the fence. Oh, turn one. That's where Jimmy fucked his brakes. Yeah, you're right. That's where Bubba and Jeff, yeah. Uh, Well, no, Jeff did it in two. Jeff might did it too. But Bubba and Jimmy did it in one. But um, anyways, yeah, it's... uh, I love this track on games. Pocono, it's weird. The the tracks that suck to watch are fun as fuck to race at in video games. Like Pocono on iRacing is really fun. Uh, Pocono in NASCAR 2004 was probably my favorite track. Um, I love racing there. That and uh, Rockingham, but uh, yeah, Rockingham was fun. But uh, yeah, Pocono's fun fun to drive on. But I, I it, watching it's never been uh, the uh, the most competitive uh, racing. Uh, cars get strung out and they kind of follow each other, and um, they don't really. There's really no opportunities to race side by side, uh, other than. Um, turn you know turn three you can kind of get side by side off the corner there but the the bottom doesn't really have uh any chance if if the guy on the top gets a run down the straightaway because that straightaway is so long so i don't expect it to be a barn burner i i expect it to just kind of be another you know pocono race um unless you know we get fuel mileage um which as trent was saying uh it's uh it's about the only way to uh to get an exciting finish at Pocono. Um, cause usually, you know, the top four, um, top, top three, top four are way faster than the rest of the field, uh, here. And then usually the, the guy in first is, is quite a bit faster than the other guys. So, uh, they can, they can kind of break away and, and you don't really see, uh, guys putting pressure on each other towards the end of the race. The only time I remember really seeing that here recently was, uh, a couple of years ago when, when Kyle and in the 48 were racing and um, Kyle blew that right front and, and put it in the fence. But um, yeah, it's um, I'm working. So uh, I'll have to get up and, and watch that race uh, before I go to work. Um, then, then go into work and, and we'll go, go from there. But uh, I, uh, it's probably it's probably going to be the worst race of the year uh, so far. I think I don't I don't unless it comes down to fuel mileage. Um, I don't really have any high hopes for this race. I mean, I know we love the the All Star race at New, New North Wilkesboro, but that was fucking terrible. You know, nobody could fucking pass, and Kyle Larson put a blister on the field. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, it it won't be a great race unless like fuel mileage comes into play. But you never know. I mean, we've <laughs> damn. Yeah, what you doing that for? Uh, food's ready. At home, wife so. done pissed you off. No, no, food's ready. Okay, y'all eating with us? 
think so. I think Tito Hall's got salmon mm. out. Okay. So, anyways, um, but yeah, I agree. It won't be the best race in the of the year. Hopefully, it won't be the worst. I got high hopes. I got high Not hopes really. for the Pocono race. Who am I picking? Yeah, because I won with yeah, Ryan Priest. You did. You did. <laughs> I'm, I'm picking Ryan Priest this week. <laughs> <laughs> probably fucking win. Um, so this week, like I said, I think Toyota's right now got a stranglehold in the Can series. The huh? Can I have the list? There you go. Um, like I said, Toyota's got a stranglehold on the series right now. They're the fastest manufacturer on speed. Pretty much every week now. I mean, look, Truex won New Hampshire, um, Atlanta. Atlanta's, they weren't the quickest manufacturer. Um, Nashville, Truex was probably the best car. Didn't win. Um, Christian Bell was fast. Uh, Denny Hamlin has been fast almost everywhere this year. Uh, Reddick's been pretty fast. Struggled lately. Bubba's been fast. So, uh, Toyota's has been fast lately. And uh, this guy I haven't picked yet this year. And he's really been kind of struggling here lately. Uh, not on necessarily on speed, just consistency and getting finishes. But uh, I think he'll do pretty damn well this weekend. I'm hoping anyways. Haven't picked him yet, so I'm going to go ahead and use my first um, pick on him here this weekend. I'm going to pick Tyler Reddick to win this race. Um, you know, I don't think he was that good in the eight car, but Toyota's have been so fast. At Pocono over the years, I think the 45 car will be very strong. He can definitely compete for win for the win. If uh, his pit crew doesn't mess up, seems like his pit crew has messed up a few times. Uh, back, remember back in Nashville where they left the tire loose, spinning him, spinning out, and losing the tire and all that stuff. So they can execute and keep the track position because Pocono is a very track position oriented track. You got to keep your track position. And Tyler Reddick usually, especially this year, has qualified very well. And that's half of the battle right there. If you qualify well at this track, usually you run good at this track unless you have something, some type of just miss the setup, miss the race setup and have the great qual- great qualifying setup. You usually run about where you qualify here at Pocono because it's so hard to pass and such a big track, long track where you can gap. A, you First to 20th will be fucking 20 seconds apart. So uh, after about 20 laps. So uh, track this will be key and Tyler Reck has done very well in qualifying this year. So, and Toyota has been fast lately. So give me Tyler Reddick to win this race. Yeah, it's not a bad pick, but it's not as good as mine. Um, guy I'm picking has won here before several times. Uh, he's Jeff Gordon. He swept the races here. Dale Jr. 2006. Yeah. 2006. Uh, give me Dennis Hamlin. He won this race last year. Uh, granted, they cheated. Uh, but as you said, um, he... Uh, this Toyota is going to be fast. Um, I expect Denny's really good here. It's probably his best track, one of his best tracks anyway. Um, so um, this is the second time I picked him this year. Uh, so um, you need to use him at a track that, you know, I expect him to run up front at. Uh, I, I expect him to run better than those twenty three eleven cars. So it's just going to come down to uh, execution on pit road. I know Denny's pit road uh, problems have, yeah, he better not do that. Not shit. been understated. Uh, so 
Uh, I expect him to be fast. It's just whether or not he uh, he makes a mistake or his crew makes a mistake on pit road. I expect him to be up front uh, competing for the win. Uh, granted, I, I expect Tyler Reddick to be up there too. I just think that 11's a little faster than the uh, the 45, and I think the 11's a little bit better driver right now than the uh, the 45 is. So, um, yeah, uh, the 11 car. That's, that's a very good pick. I've, I thought about Denny, and I think I've only I think I've actually only picked Denny once this year. But um, I'm saving all the big hitters for the playoffs. As long as I got the lead, I can kind of get away with it because I won last week. So I'm this score is 13 to nine. So um, I keep that lead. I can kind of keep on using not the best guys. But I'm gonna go ahead and use Tyler because I ain't, I ain't use him yet this year. And he's been pretty fast. Just court if he can put it all together. But yes, uh, what you got going this weekend? I gotta work. Be all nights. That's right. You talked about it while I was in the bathroom, didn't you? But yeah, I work too. I'll be on days. So I'll have to watch probably most of the race at work or definitely unless rain happens, which the way I've seen a stat where weather has affected every NBC race, at least at some point. Nashville, they moved the start time up because of weather. Then Chicago moved it down because of weather. And then, um, what was two weeks ago? Atlanta, the race got cut short because of weather. And then New Hampshire this week got rained out on Sunday. So hopefully rain will stay away up there in the Poconos. Uh, very, I've heard it's a very beautiful facility, very beautiful area. I like to go to that track one day, at least once in my in my lifetime. But uh, yeah, I work. So uh have to, not a, not a terrible race to have to deal with. <laughs> I'd rather it be this race. It's going to be sunny. And 75? 78. Mm, close. But uh now I think uh I think it'll be a better it's better race to be working at than Richmond in two weeks. So yep. I think Richmond will be good in two weeks. So we just get through Pocono, we uh, might have a good old good old stretch till uh the playoff start. Richmond would be real good if it was a night race, but um yeah, well, yeah. so for Trent Davis Riley Embry, it's been an eye line. So 67. Make sure you follow us on YouTube at the Highline, uh, on Instagram at the Highline Podcast official, uh, Highline official. What's the Highline Podcast? The YouTube, the next one, LinkedIn. <laughs> Black people meet. Yeah, farmers only. Um, TikTok, TikTok, the Highline Podcast, and uh, yeah, like, share, subscribe. We going this weekend, Pocono? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um, I looked at Darlington, but I got to work. So, I could go. Some week off every time. We're both off for Richmond. We got certain things to do. <laughs> Saturday night. Yeah, they you think you're going to want to drive on Saturday or from Sunday morning? Uh, probably, I don't know about massive. How far is Martinsville from here? Six. So we can get there in five. <laughs> Take your cop car. <laughs> we get there anyway. We get to lickety split you. Split you. Uh, but yeah. Uh, make sure to like, share, subscribe. Tell your family, your friends, your enemies, your uh, co-workers about us. Um, and, and people uh, you see at a grocery store that you never talk mm-hmm. to. Tell yeah. them about us. Tell them all. Tell them all. Tell them all. Bye. Yes, sir. Go Tigers. Go Cox.